The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Okay, so we are continuing with the Malchus stuff. Um, so yesterday we did no, no appointing a Ger as Melech or any position of authority and no appointing an Isha as a Malka um, or any position of authority. So then we had another uh, group. This is a diverse group here. We lost time. Vein Maminin Melech, Lomi Kohen Gadol, Lo Gara, Lo Safar, Lo Balan, Lo Bursi. Okay, oh, I forgot what all these are. Uh, I know what some of them are. So Kohen Gadol, we know. Can't appoint a Kohen Gadol as a uh, Melech or a Gara. So Gara literally means like a um, like someone who's inferior Okay, but let's just see here if the Kesef Mishnah explains what it is in this context. Uh, Gara. Gara. Um, hello, Gara's Gara. Much more late. No. Yes, we'll take this to Rabaz. Hmm. There's no Yabashuta, unfortunately. Lacha Mishnah. Okay, let's look at the English here in a second. Well, this is clearly not in order. <laughs> okay. Uh, Barber is a Safar. That one I know. Bursi, I know, is a Tanner. Why would it change the order? Isn't that strange? Um, is this the right... Hold on a second. Did they update all of the translation? Yeah, this is Eli Hotagar. He's usually good. I don't know why they did this. Um, Balan. So one of these has got to be a bath attendant. I don't know if the Gara... But, but I feel like one of them is missing here. Oh, butcher. Positions they can't be. Yeah, uh, yeah. People who are in these positions cannot be king, okay? Or you can't appoint them as king. And then why? Uh, since their profession is lowly, which is interesting, it says that about a coin guttle, right? You think that that's like not, you know, I understand like a regular coin or lady maybe, but coin guttle is like its own prominence. So people will always disparage them or like look down on them. Okay, so, oh, and then here's the interesting thing. Nifsal. If you do one of these jobs for one day, you're you're done. You can't be a king. Yeah. So if you have a uh, a friend who you're competing with to be king, you could trick him into doing one of these jobs for a day, and then uh, then you got him. Yeah. Is that for the person who shaves himself? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I think a uh, uh, safar is is a specifically a, a barber, and I don't even think I don't know for sure. This is just my impression that the barber is not a degraded profession because of that. I think it's also he did. That, I know. I know. In a lot of societies, the barbers also did bloodletting. I have. A, I think the barbers back then did also. So I don't know if it has anything to do with that. What? That's kind of scary. Yeah, you know that's where the red stripe comes from outside of the barber uh, thing is 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 uh to somehow like is associated with like the bleeding the bloody bandages or something. I don't know. But anyway, so I thought I thought that this, this is interesting because there's no like moral disqualifications that I'm aware of for being a uh, a king. Uh, but these things will. So let's say like you have a bad reputation. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the halacha that that prevents you from being king, you know, um, which is just a, it's interesting that it's tied to profession. Okay. Kishima meaning Hamelech. Like, for example, there are other cases where, you know, let's say with the coin and doing Birkas Kohenim, you know, if you have a, if you did Averos, you know, there's certain Averos that will disqualify you from being a coin, you know, um, or, uh, or certain other areas like, uh, 
like if there's a shame raw about you, you know, then then uh, you can't be in a certain position. That could be right. Meaning this is a station. Right. Yeah. There's a good uh, good thing that the um, I don't know. I've never actually seen this inside, but I've heard it quoted in the name of Vashti that she like degraded Ahasuerus by saying that he was used to be a stable boy. You know, um, so the degradations, and if that's a true source, then it's in terms of the position, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, anyone who's like practice right from all this isn't handling to have a reputation for someone, so you can't actually authorize. I, I, I feel like that's not really a <laughs> solid reasoning. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is weird that the, the coin is uh, yeah. put in there with the lowly things. I mean, I would understand why the coin could be a mouth, maybe. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then that, that is the thing is like, you know, the uh, we're not really supposed to be Kohanim, you know, but uh, yeah. Okay. This is the halakha I actually wanted to get to because the part that so the, if you um, have not watched The Crown, uh, it is a very good show. Um, the first four seasons is, are good, in my opinion. The last one's not so good. Um, but it there's not been a show that has helped me to appreciate like um, the role that the Malchus plays in a nation, even though that's not nearly like a functional Malchus. It's largely a figurehead. But the most, for me, one of the most powerful scenes that had to do, uh, there's two powerful scenes. This is not a spoiler because, <laughs> spoiler, she becomes queen, you know. In the, Yeah, so Elizabeth becomes queen in episode two. So when her father dies, spoiler alert, her father dies, when her father dies, so she immediately becomes queen, you know, even though the coronation occurs later. So there's the scene where she was on tour with her uh, with her husband, Philip, in Africa, and she receives the news that her father died and she's the queen and she's flown back. And like it's one dramatic scene where I where she is like, I think she's reading a letter from her grandmother, Queen Mary, about like the weight of being the, uh, you know, a monarch. And then she steps out and then Queen Mary, who's this old woman uh, dressed in black because her son just died, steps out and then bows to her. And that's when she like realizes like the gravity of the situation. So that's like one very powerful scene. The other scene is when the coronation takes place. That's episode five in season one. And the moment, so this was the first televised um, uh, uh, coronation ceremony. And it was very controversial that they, that they televised it. But then when they did the anointing, the anointing is the most sacred part of the service because that's when you are, it's being acknowledged that God is the one who's making you uh, king or queen. And so the, the priest takes the anointing oil and then anoints her and then says, just as uh, I forgot the exact phrase, but just as David and Solomon were anointed and priests were anointed of old, then God is choosing you to be, you know, a uh, queen. And it's a very powerful scene. And what they do is they put a canopy over her so that no one can see her being anointed. And they, they, they cut the live feed from the, uh, the cameras. So what I'm curious about is in on, on, uh, on this Saturday, you know, um, with the coronation, are they going to show it? Are they going to show the, uh, you know, because we're obviously we're in a much more secularized world than they were back in when Queen Elizabeth II was uh, coronated. So, so th- I, that's why I wanted to look this up in the first place. Okay. So, when we set up a king, when we appoint a king, we anoint him with the anointment oil. Okay. It says, This is talking about Shaul. Shmuel took the, um, the cruise of oil and uh, um, uh, uh, dripped it on his head, applied it to his head, and then kissed him. 
So once the king is anointed, it goes through the generations. So you get anointed, and then it's you and all of your offspring after you for all generations. Because the Malchus is an inheritance. As it says, in order that he prolong his kingship, he and his, his uh, sons all the, uh, 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 in, in the midst of Israel. Okay. We're going to get back to the, yeah, Chaim. Yeah, question. Um, yeah. I don't know if I ever ended up asking this in a and a but it was definitely on my it's on my list of questions to ask in a and a um, of like why this is a better system, like as opposed to uh, like meritorious the- uh, theocracy. Right. Yeah. So that I, that's that is a good question, and I can understand why. So I know why the. Um, hold on. I might be mixing two things up. I, I, I want to say that this is the Sefer Achinach, why he says that the um, a Levi can't do a Kohen's job and Kohen can't do a Levi's job. That's like a, an Isser, Del Raisa. And I think the reason he says is because that way, if it was like an elective, uh, like a thing that you could do, you wouldn't specialize as much in your own task. And so I think I've seen someone say, I, I don't know who this is, I don't even want to quote, that, um, that the reason why Kahuna is hereditary is for that reason. And also to combat the system among the priests of the Obdevot Zara, that it was not uh, an inherited position. And like people would um, either like pay for it or like you get chosen by the king, you know? So for Kohanim is to counter that. I don't know if Mahlus has anything to do with that. Yeah. No. I'll say one particular aspect of theocracy can be the end up corrupting religious leaders. Like, for example, my understanding is that traditionally in the Islamic world that the leaders have been, uh, in theory, say, imams, and that they weren't willing to call themselves kings. It'd be hereditary imams uh-huh. whose connection to theology and legal scholarship waned quickly after the family seized power. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As in, when you do that, it ends up being that the religious leader effectively stops the religious leader. So you'll, uh-huh. so you'll just get, it'll be like a, having a Rosh Hashiva who can't read the Gemara. Right, so you're saying that the, the, that's an argument against hereditary office. No, I'm saying it's an argument for I don't necessarily want to really it's really like a yeah, really right why not have no, like, right or, or have the navi have the navi pick a new king each time you know or have the sanhedrin pick the you know okay, it's sort of the, the navi i'm just saying effectively these things can be going hereditary anyway even if in theory they aren't they they can uh-huh. practice or the, right but the, the, the fact remains though is that this is that this is set up to be hereditary whereas other things are not i think that's kind of question so you know i'm going to ask my uh my friend who's the king guy i'm going to ask him for a short answer because uh the uh brooke asked him a question and he <laughs> i thought he forgot about it he messaged me yesterday he wrote 140 pages on it um uh and he's including it as a section in his book <laughs> so so i'm going to try asking for a short uh short uh, answer okay um yeah. All right. Um, so anyway, so good question though. Okay. Hinech bin Katan. If the king has a uh, leaves behind, like the king dies and he leaves a son who's like a, a, a minor, mishamrin lo hamlucha achiyavdiel. So they they guard the malchus for him until he grows up. Kamosh asa yehoyada liyoash. Just like it was done for, um, like Yehoyada did for Yoash. Uh, so what happened? Okay. So this is one of the stories. So this is the uh, the the one story in the Tanakh of the evil queen. Right, is that Atalia, the evil queen, took over and she killed, she thought she killed all of the royal um, blood, but Yoash was smuggled away as a kid 
and then kept until he was old enough to be Malik, which I think was like seven or something like that. It was, it was still very young. And then basically like they, they stormed the Mikdash and then anointed him or something like that. And then she like burst in, in this dramatic scene and then they like say, kill her. And then they go and they kill her. And it's uh, and then the Disney movie ends. Um, it's a very exciting story. The first, the Yerusha Malucha goes by inheritance. And the oldest son uh, inherits over the younger son. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to address one of the cases at least. Now this is an interesting thing also. Not just Malchus. Malchus. All positions of authority and all appointments in Israel, Yerusha, Livino, Levenbeno, Adolam, are, inher- are, are inheritances for all generations. So, Chaim, that modifies your question, which is this is not just a king thing, it's all appointments and, and authorities, which leads me to question when did this stop? Because we don't do this anymore. I mean, Kasish Rebbe is. Right, no, no, they definitely did that in time of the Gemara, but I'm saying, like, like, do you see anyone now who, like, a principal of a school it passes on to his, his kid automatically. I've never seen that before. Yeah, because yeah, Chassidish Rebbe's uh, had that. Yeah, I think like most significant issues also operate like that. I don't know. I don't know. Like, sure. like BMG. Yeah, operates like that. The mirror operates. Like okay, that. what about other jobs? Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Like an irrigation ditch uh, watcher. Okay. Like you know, like I just don't think this is a thing that we are. Uh, you know, uh, privy to. So, okay. Not privy to is the wrong word. There were definitely times when, when they, they deposed people. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know the details. Uh, it's just a question. Who she, he, oh, so here's one, one proviso. This is if the son is someone who can replace his father in terms of Chachma and Yira. Okay. Was that true? What? Seems like for all things, including the mouth. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean it's not going to happen otherwise, but that's that's when it's supposed to happen. If he is a good replacement in Yira, so then you you do um, have him take over for his father, and then you teach him. Anyone who does not have Yerushimayim, even though he has a lot of Chachma, we don't point him for anything in Israel. Yeah, that one works really well. Yeah, okay. That one is also ignored. Okay, uh, one, one more here thing of um, of the uh, anointment. Oh, wait, no, there are more. Uh, yeah, uh, let's do one more uh, for today. Navi Shi... Uh, yeah, David. Once David was anointed, Zacha the Keser Machus. He uh, attained the. He was he merited the Keser Machus. And his male kasher offspring become uh, 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 get the Machus for all uh, forever. Shnemar says, Your throne will be firmly established forever. But only people who are kosher get it. Says if your children, your sons will keep my covenant. But even though it is only zocha to kosherim, David The malucha will not be cut off from David forever. God promised him for this. Lo 
So that means if your sons will abandon my Torah and they will not follow my mishpat, my mishpatim, I will exact I will exact retribution with my staff, and with afflictions, their uh, their iniquity. But I will not remove my uh, my chesed from uh, from his people. Okay, so there are going to be cases. We, uh, I guess we'll have to do this tomorrow. There are other cases where, unless we want to go on now. I mean, sure, I guess, I yeah, okay. Just a little while. Um, okay. Okay. Navi Yisrael. If a king, if a Navi appoints a king from other tribes of Israel, and that king follows the ways of the Torah and the mitzvah and wages the wars of Hashem, then he is a Melech. Okay. So this is a Betty Evid case, right? Is that um, that a Navi is not supposed to to do this? But if there are cases where the Navi does this. I'm not saying Betty Evid, like, it's never right to do this. I'm saying, like, it's envisioned to be just for David, right? But if it's if a Navi does this for another king, then he is a Melech. And any mitzvahs of the Melucha uh, apply to him. Even though the essential Melech is for David. And his children will be a Melech. And he said to him, uh, this is one of the saddest uh, psukim, uh, in terms of the Malchus story, I got to read this inside. Uh, so this is the Navi telling Yeravam, the Nevad, who was a very uh, righteous person. If you listen to everything I will tell you, um, and you follow my ways, and you do what is right in my eyes, like uh, David, uh, my servant, did with all my, uh, keeping my, keeping uh, then I will be with you. And I will build for you a, uh, a lasting dynasty. Just like I built for David. And I will give you Israel. So what was supposed to happen is you had the two tribes in the south, and that would be Malchus based David, which is only preserved because of the, uh, the Zuchus of David. Okay, And you have the 10 tribes, and that's Malchus Israel, And they would exist side by side. Okay, And then a, merely a few psukim later, what happens? I think it's a few psukim later. Vayelech uh, no. Kind of like the revolving door of kings? No, no, no. What happens later? What is Yeravim? What's Yeravim's next move? He builds golden calves. Okay. Which is, uh, which is like, you were this close, man. You could have had like a, a, a you know, a, 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 what do you call it? A, 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 a Mahus just like David for all generations. And, and you know, bosh that one. I mean, that's also, yeah. The Amar Lo Achia, so then Achia also said to him, uh, I guess, two psukim earlier. I will give to his son one tribe, to David's son, one tribe, so that it, it will be a furrow, I guess, for David. I don't know what that muscle is. My servant for all the days in Yushalayim. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was David keeping uh, that was God keeping David's lineage alive as as Malachim. Um, Malchi based David him haomim lolam. The kings of the house of David are the ones who last forever. Shnemar kisacha yihid nachon adolam. Aval im yamod melech mishar Yisrael. But if a king arises from the other tribes, tifso kamalukumi beso, he will lose his malchus at some point. Shari nemar liyravam ach lo kol yamim. It says to yiravam not for all the days. Okay, here's the other halach I wanted to get to of uh, the other anointing one. In Moshe Malchi Yisrael B'Shem and Hamishcha, we do not anoint Malchi Yisrael with anointing oil. 
Okay. Um, Ella b'shem afarsimon, just with a uh, afarsimon oil, with other fragrant oil. Ve'ein memanin osan b'yushlaim l'olam, and we don't appoint them in yushlaim at all. Ella melch yushlaim mizar David, unless he is a melch yushlaim from the offspring of David. Ve'ein moshin ba ella zera David, and we only anoint David with it. That's another halacha. When we anoint the uh, the malchi based David, we anoint them uh, next to a spring, uh, and that's like to suggest that their king should their their malchus should continue just like the spring continues. Um, is this the last halacha? Was it? Ben Mela, we don't anoint the, this is the answer to your question, the king who is the son of a king, unless there's a machlokis or a war. Then we anoint them to remove the machlokis. That's why they anointed Shlomo, because there's machlokis that Shlomo was not the oldest, um, but apparently he was the most worthy. And they anointed Yoash because of Atalia. Um, so, so so there are these cases where we do anoint, we did anoint them. But otherwise, you don't need the anointment. You're just automatically king if your father was a king of base David. Okay, that's the anointment then. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we have a day tomorrow. We can either do more king stuff or we can go back to uh, other stuff. Any preferences? We have two things to go back to. We didn't finish the Lush and Haro stuff, uh, but um, I don't mind if we're past that because we're past the, the thing. Um, uh, or we could go back to Matanas Nim, which we didn't finish. Okay, that's one vote. I like that. king things. You like king things, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's do king for the last day of the week and then we can go back. I'll find some other interesting king things. Okay, have a good day. Thank you, too. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.